As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Murder by Expert. The Mutual Broadcasting System presents Murder by Expert. With your host and narrator, Mr. John Dixon Carr, world-famous mystery novelist whose books have been translated into 17 languages and have sold over 10 million copies and author of the recently published detective novel, Below Suspicion. Good evening. This is John Dixon's car. Each week at this time, Murder by Experts brings you a story of crime and mystery which has been chosen for your approval by one of the world's leading detective writers. Tonight, our guest expert is the noted mystery writer, Max Ehrlich. From the thousands of thrillers he has read and enjoyed... Mr. Ehrlich has selected an adventure of that fast-moving, humorous young detective couple, Susan and Johnny Duke, written by Andrew Phillips. And now we present Anne Shepard and Larry Haynes in The Unseeing Witness. The name's Duke, Johnny Duke. You know, it's a funny thing. In the movies and on the radio, private eyes are always big, handsome, two-fisted guys working day and night on sensational cases, collecting heavy fees and beautiful blondes. Me? I'm five feet seven, and if I don't land the first punch, I usually end up on the floor. The cases I get? Well, they're not sensational, and they barely pay expenses, and there's never a beautiful blonde involved. Uh... Maybe I shouldn't say that. I'll take that morning last week. I was sitting right here in my office when the door opened. And the game came in. Yeah, she was a blonde, all right, and beautiful. She stood there for a moment, and we just stared at each other. She crossed to my desk, and then slowly and deliberately kissed me. Then she got down to business. Johnny... It's the first of the month. Yeah, I know. We've got $54.23 in the bank. I know, Duchess. Johnny, you'll never guess who I bumped into yesterday. The last person in the world I ever expected. Inspector Ross. Where'd you bump into him, baby? In his office. What a suspicious nature you have. 
Johnny, I'm sure. Give you back your job on the fourth. No, Susie. Can't blame a girl for trying. I know things are tough, Duchess, but I'll... Well, Kay, what are you doing here? Susie, Johnny, you've got to help me. Well, what's wrong, Kay? They've arrested Bill. Bill? What for? Murder. Oh, Susan, I've been going crazy. Bill didn't come home all night. They called me from the police station a half hour ago. But they wouldn't let me talk to him. All right, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute, Kay. Now, one thing at a time. Who's been murdered? Duval. Gracie Duval? Uh-huh. The mug who owns the Pelican That's right. Well... Why did they think Bill did? I don't know. When he left the house last night, he said he was going to the Pelican Club. Why? Well, Duval asked Bill to handle a lawsuit for him last month. Oh. Didn't he know Duval was a mobster? Yes, and that's why I wanted him to get out of it. Oh, didn't he? But that's why he went there last night. But he didn't come back. Oh, Johnny, what'll I do? What'll I do? All right, all right. Now get hold of yourself, Kate. It's one thing to bring a murder charge and another to make it sick. Now you just sit tight. I want to get to the Pelican Club before the cops and Inspector Ross, in particular, mess up the evidence. No, Johnny, this is one case that's open and shut. Uh, that's what you say about all of them, Inspector. Yeah, well, this time I can prove it. Well, look, would you mind letting the Duchess and me look over the room where Duval was killed? Not at all. Right through this doorway. Mrs. Duke doesn't mind coffee. Doctor didn't do his examination yet. Oh, no. I'm used to them. Uh, Bill Carlson's a friend of mine, Inspector. I can't believe he's a murderer. You don't have to take my word for it, Johnny. Hey, Kelly, bring Benedict in. Benedict was Duval's manager. He'll tell you. Did you want to see me, Inspector? Yes, Benedict. This is Johnny Duke. Tell him what you told me a little while ago. Well, um... Fellow Carlson came into the club last night a little before midnight. He had an appointment with Duval. I showed him in here, and I left the club. This morning, when I knocked on the door, it was unlocked by Carlson. Duval was lying on the floor, dead. Get that, Johnny? Carlson was here all night. The doc, you finished looking at the body? Yes. Preliminary examination shows that death occurred between 4 and 6 in the morning. It was caused by suffocation. You mean Duval was strangled, Doctor? No, there are no bruises on the throat. Apparently, he was smothered. An autopsy will give us his answer. I'll have it for you in 24 hours or so, Inspector. I'm a little busy. That's all right, Doc. No rush. Couldn't someone else have come into the office during the night and smothered Duval? Nope, that's impossible. Johnny, take a look at the lock on this door. It can't be opened from the hall, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, what's in the next room? That was Duval's bedroom. There's one window in here and one in there. Neither of them's been opened. A dust test through that. Now, you tell me how anyone could have gotten in here last night. Go on, darling. Tell him. Uh, I'm afraid I can't. uh... Of course you can't. May I uh, go now, Inspector? Uh, Just a minute, Senator. These uh, empty champagne bottles in the wine buckets and these two glasses, when were they served? Oh, um, yes. Just before I left last night, I had one of our men bring them up. Then you weren't the last man to see Duval last night? Well, uh, not exactly. But you've got a short memory, fortunately. You get the man with surface. I assure you, he doesn't know anything about it. Go ahead, do as Mr. Duke says. All right. Just a moment. Johnny, don't you ever get tired asking questions? Of course not. Why, if Johnny hadn't asked me the way to Times Square, which he knew all the time, we'd never have met. Here's the man that served the champagne last night. Oh, fine. 
Well, if it isn't Melvin. Johnny Duke. Johnny. Well, how are you, Melvin? Say, where have you been since I last saw you? Well, I found myself up against the gun for trying to fit the mitt into a five yards of Sleepy Hollow. What did he say, dear? Oh, oh, he says he just served five years at the state prison in Trenton. Oh. Oh, Melvin, Melvin, this is my wife, Susan. Duchess, this is Melvin Maloney, better known as Melvin the Muscle. Yes, he's quite a twist in the twirl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Johnny, why don't you ever say things like that to me? Uh, uh, say, uh, Melvin, I, I understand you were the one who served this champagne last night. Yes, yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Well, well, tell me, what happened? Nothing. Mr. Benedict hands it to me. I take some knocks on the door. The bowel opens up, grabs the bottle of sparkle, and shuts the door. I hear him lock it. Uh-huh. What else do you know? Well, that's all, Johnny, honest. I wouldn't hold out on you. Well, Johnny, what do you say now? Well, I'm not going to say anything, Inspector, until I hear Carson's story. Hello, Bill. Johnny, Susan, how did you know? Say, Tony. Where is she? Is she all right? She was nearly out of her mind when she came to the office this morning. She must have been poor kid. They wouldn't let me talk to her. Said they'd call her. Bill. Bill, did you kill DeVell? I never wanted to kill anybody in my life. Did you kill him, Bill? I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right, I'm here to help you if I can. Now, tell me what happened. Well, I was working on a lawsuit for DeVal. Yeah, I know about that. What happened when you went to the Pelican last night? Well, DeVal was waiting for me in his office. Mm-hmm. I told him I was going to quit. Handed him the papers I'd been working on and gave him my bill. Then what happened? Well, he tried to talk me into staying on. While we were arguing, someone knocked on the door and brought in a couple of bucks of champagne. We started to drink, and DeVal got mean. Yeah. Finally, he took a poke at me. He missed. So I clipped him on the chin, and I knocked him out. Well, what happened next? I don't remember anymore. I must have gone into the next room and passed out. Uh-huh. And no one came in during the night? I don't know. I told you I passed out. But well, when did you come to? This morning. Someone knocked on the office door. I got up and unlocked it. Uh, the key was on the inside? Yes. When I opened the door, Benedict was standing there, and DeVal was sprawled on the floor, dead. Is that all you can tell me, Bill? That's all I know. How do you think it looks, Johnny? Well, the trouble is you haven't told me anything that breaks down the case against you. Mountain will find a way. So long, Bill. So long, Johnny. Thanks. Goodbye, Bill. Well, darling, what are you going to do to help him out, I mean? I don't know, Duchess. The best thing to do is to go home and sleep over it. If Bill didn't do it, then it's the perfect murder. I can remember when you used to do everything under the moon to keep me out until 2 o'clock. 
Engine trouble out of gas. Flat tires. Emotion of the battery. Darling, you never did explain to me what emotion of the battery is. Oh, there ain't no such animal, baby. Oh. <laughs> then you just made it up to keep me out. Oh, did I know what would come of it? Now go to sleep, please, Betty. I can't. I... Oh, great. Who can that be? All right, all right. Stay where you are, Duchess. I'll get it. All right, take it easy. Can't you see I'm coming? Johnny, Johnny, let me in. Malcolm, why are you shaking, sir? Come on, come on. Hello, Mrs. Duke. I'm sorry to crash you. Is that a new dance you're doing, Melvin? My knife, my knife. You're under the All right, all right. Now stand still for just a second, Melvin. Melvin, who was the dance? Oh, Kay, this is Melvin. Melvin, this is Kay Crow. I'm happy to meet you. Yes, me too. All right, now, what happened? Johnny, I'm as good as up the handle. What? Yeah, on the even. Three messes ride me out to the meadows, giving me to kill all the way. The cross was on me, and they was doing the salt. Johnny, what's he saying? I say three. Oh, uh, three men took Melvin for a ride, but he managed to escape. Goodness. He has nice friends. Yeah, he needs to Melvin, uh, who's putting the finger on you? The big payoff. Oh, now, wait a minute. How could the vow put you on the spot when he's dead? You're guffing it wrong. The vow is the dressing. The payoff is Benedict. Benedict? Johnny. Huh? Oh, uh, Melvin said the vow was only the front for the pelican outfit. The real brain is Benedict. Well, maybe Benedict had something to do with the vow's murder. Uh, it's an angle, please. Now, why would Benedict want you out of the way, Melvin? From nothing. I'm getting the toss around. A short kind like me don't cut the score with him. I'm cracking a straight line to clock around, so why the plant? Now, yes. Darling, translation. Uh, Melvin said he can't understand why Benedict wants him out of the way. He hasn't talked. Well, even if he did, who could understand him? Uh, Melvin, Melvin, are you sure you've told Papa everything? Now, would I slip a fly G like you to Roddy at a time like this? Yeah. Melvin, this morning, Benedict forgot all about the campaign in the office. Then he didn't want to tell me who brought it there. Now, why? I don't know. You can put me to bed with a shovel if I'm holding. Yeah, I know, I know, Melvin. Well, maybe you're being taken for a ride has a connection with the murder. John, maybe Melvin knows something, only he doesn't realize it. Of course. And Benedict is scared he might wake up to it, so he sends him for a ride. Well, well, well that might be it. I tell you what, Melvin, you're staying here until you remember what Benedict doesn't want known. Well, I already told you everything I know, honest. Melvin, what you need is to be psychoanalyzed. Yes. And I'm just the one to do it. Let me question him, Johnny. Well, nothing else seems to work. What do you say, Melvin? Anything you say, Johnny. You and the missus is back to back, especially seeing I got the small pile. The small pile? <laughs> he's in trouble, baby, and it might be Captain. Oh. <laughs> I uh, hope your insurance policy is here in order, dear. <laughs> I'm practically blowing a fuse. Well, he says that's red when he thinks, but he doesn't say a thing that's of any value. We've been questioning you for two hours now, Melvin, and all we get is the same story. I run the bottle of sparkle to the office, knock on the door. Duval opens, grabs, shuts, locks. Oh! Yeah, well, that's what I've been telling you. Johnny, can't you make these twists take that lamp out of my eye? That's blinding me. You think I was down at headquarters? 
You're only trying to make you feel at home. Yeah, besides, Melvin, I thought you said you were once under police willing for 36 hours. I was, only it wasn't like these kids. They were nice to me. Well, I can be just as nice as the police department. Here, you can have another eclair. Okay. Johnny, come away from the window and help us. Uh, I set a very nice view from here. One of Benedict's men watching our putt. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I'm being mouthed. Let me see him. Oh. Who is he now? Oh, it's the Ripper. I'm as good as up the hand. Now, now, for your sake. Johnny, you don't have to count on Benedict. He knows more than old Hebs know. Well, Johnny is pretty bright, too. Why, once he got as far as the $4 question. Oh, as the saying goes, I'm living on time for it. No. Yeah, I'm... Why don't you make yourself come? Here. Here's a chair. Oh, thanks. Thank you, thanks. Oh, hey, Johnny, she's putting the lights in the eyes again. Melvin, you start singing for Kay. I've got to do some shopping for dinner. Well, get some A class, will you? Well, like I was saying, I run the bottle of sparkle to the office, knocks on the door, the valve grabs. <laughs> Melvin, are you sure there isn't something you haven't told us? Well, I, uh, I got a guy in Jersey City. Johnny, come over to the window. The men watching the apartment, they're gone. They are, sir. You think Benedict has given up trying to get Melvin? Not Benedict. That bloodhound never gives up. Well, that must be Susan. How I answer? I wonder why Benedict called his gorillas off. Oh. Good evening. Is Miss Wilson? Johnny, it's him. He's come to plant me. Hello, Benedict. Come on in. Good evening, Mister. How are you, Melvin? Well, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all relaxed, right. Melvin. I came up a little sore. What do you want? I thought we might possibly straighten out this little misunderstanding between us. Token of my good faith, I've withdrawn the men who were watching the apartment. Am I supposed to be grateful? Come oh, now, Mister Duke. Isn't the attitude to take when I'm willing to let bygones be bygones? Don't you forget what's happened? You mean that ride you gave Melvin? I'm sorry about that. And my boys are a little overzealous in performance of their duties. You know I wouldn't hurt you, don't you, Melvin? You'd give a week's take to see me talk it down. I assure you, Melvin, when I learned what the boys had tried to do to you, I was shocked. I only wanted to make amends. Yeah, with a shovel. Why did the boys take Melvin on a ride? They caught him taking money that didn't belong to him. Of course, what they wanted to do was part too drastic. I never swelled the tail. Uh, you couldn't want Melvin so badly because he holds the keys to Val's murder. Because you know he can send you to the chair. You're wrong. I have my own personal reasons for wanting him. You gonna give him up? No. Duke, um, some of my boys were anxious to tear this place apart. That's not the way I work. You're going to hand Melvin over to Keith, fool. He'll have a long way. You'll wait just as long before you see your wife. My wife, Val. Imagine my surprise when I bump into her this evening. Only a few blocks from here. I persuaded her to become my house guest for the time being. Well, you dirty lots of you lay a hand. easy, Johnny. See, if I'm not back at the Pelican Club in half an hour, the boys have their instructions. You can't get away with it, Benedict. I don't scare easy, Duke. Give you 24 hours to think it over. When I get Melvin, you get your wife back.
Johnny, what are we going to do? Hours have been walking up floor, not saying a word. Snowman, Snowman, you know Benedict. Where's he likely to hide to? Well, he's got a hideout in Westchester. Sure, Johnny, that's it. No, 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 no. Too obvious. Yeah, but nobody knows about it, Johnny. Yeah, he's probably counting on my visiting there. If I know Benedict, he'd probably try to outsmart me by keeping a right at the Pelican Club. Yeah, yeah, he is full of tricks. Yeah. Melvin, I want you to draw me a layout of the Pelican. I'm paying a visit to Oh, no, listen, Johnny, you got to take me with you. That place is big and full of rippers, and it's got more rings and outs than I could tell you about. All right, you can come with me. And I'm going to. Uh-oh, no, no, okay. There'll probably be trouble and plenty of it. Please, don't make me say you by myself. I go crazy. Please, Johnny, please. All right, all right, all right. Come on. You can keep the motor running for six days. Let's go. Take the door, Johnny. Uh, I suppose Benedict has the place wired. Yeah, yeah, you keep it. All right, All right come on. Well, the first step is to silence the alarm. You, you got the tools? Yeah, yeah. You keep a sharp lookout here. Probably got a couple of the boys on the outside. I'm watching. I'm watching. Are you, you get me? Yeah. A little more. I'm one of the boys. I flatten against the wall. I'll take him. Hey, what happened? You sure can powder them, Johnny. Yeah, sure. I went to this person to finish his school. Now tie him up while I can break him in the room. I'll take care of him like he was a pill. He's one of the rippers that took me on the picnic. There you are. Okay. Gotta get the lock on this door. Yeah. This mess is wrapped up for the night. It's a tough lock, ain't it? You know, when I draw five yards of sleepy hollow, I had a bunk, a bunkie that could open any lock there was. Except, of course, the one on the cell door. Yeah, I could. I got it. Good, good. Good. I wish you'd make your teeth stop chattering. Eh? Oh, I'll put them in the pocket. All right. Come on, we're going into the hall. <coughs> what was that? I, 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 I kicked something. All right, let's see what it was. Oh, a wine bucket. Yeah, but I, I didn't spill nothing. It was empty. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. That's funny. You know, come to think of it, the ones in the Val's office were empty, too. I don't follow you, girl. Melvin, when we were in the Val's office with the inspector, I remember distinctly those wine buckets being dry. So what? Wasn't there ice in the buckets when you stirred the champagne? Sure, did it. What happened to the water? What water? L- uh, look, look, Melvin, when ice melts, there's always water. Yet the morning the murder was discovered, those two buckets were dry. Oh, it was dry. Well, it was, it was dry ice. Now, don't be funny. No, no, on the level. Dry ice. Why dry ice? Well, when Benedict gives me the bucket with the champagne in him, he says he ain't got no regular ice. Oh. Yeah. Dry ice would just evaporate, leaving no trace behind. Yeah. Now, that would account for the bucket being empty inside. Melvin, I've got the answer. Yeah? Well, tell it to me. 
Bud Sloan. Yeah, later, later, later. First, we've got to find the Duchess. Come on. There's the door in the hallway. Now walk lightly. Practically slow. Yeah, look. Some lights on under that door further down the hall. That's where the mob hangs out. Uh-huh. Let's have a look. They're in there, all right. Through these portals, past the toughest grip that you ever laid a peep on. That thing's open. I'll get in a chair, Melvin, so I can take a look. Huh? Okay. Yeah, we go. Champagne buckets Melvin delivered to Duval were full of it. After Bill knocked Duval out and went into the bedroom, the dry ice evaporated into carbon dioxide. See? 
Duval regained consciousness, but fell asleep on the floor next to the champagne bucket where his body was found. Carbon dioxide is heavier than air, and it made a layer on the floor of suffocating gas. Duval breathed it in and died of suffocation. Well, then if Joe hadn't been in the bedroom, he would have... Yes. No wonder Melvin was so valuable. He was the only one who knew that Benedict gave him the dry ice. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. I runs the bottles of sparkles to the office, knocks on the oh, door. Oh, no, it... not again. Uh, Duchess, Duchess, would you mind telling me why you didn't want to leave just now? I practically had to carry you out of that. You certainly did. Why couldn't you have waited a few more minutes? I was ready to choke you for butting in when you did. But why? Oh, Johnny, I had four aces in my hand. And two in my pocket. Well, we turned Benedict over to Inspector Ross, and he very reluctantly released Bill Cross. The inspector's a man who hates to be proven wrong. Can Joe thanked me, and they did it so nicely, I didn't have the heart to ask him for a fee. Uh... Fortunately, the Duchess still had clutched in her hand $250 of the money she'd won playing poker. Well, after giving her a lecture on the evils of gambling, I took the money and paid our bill. And that concluded the case of the unseen witness. Uh, the moral? Well, as the Duchess said... Two extra aces never hurt. <laughs> And so the curtain falls on the Duke and the Duchess and the case of the unseen witness, which was chosen by guest expert Matt Ehrlich. Mr. Ehrlich is author of the newly published novel, The Big Eye. Next week at this time, Murder by Experts brings you a story of two men who pitted their wits against each other. One, a professor of psychology. The other, a big-time mobster. As selected for your approval by Brett Halliday. Until then, this is your host, John Dixon-Carr, hoping you'll be with us again next week at this time. The Unseeing Witness was written by Andrew Phillips. In the cast were Larry Haynes, Ann Shepard, Bill Zuckert, Joyce Gordon, Kermit Murdoch, Lawson Zerby, and Roger DeCogan. Music is under the direction of Emerson Buckley and was composed by Richard DuPage. Murder by Experts is produced and directed by Robert A. Arthur and David Coker. Russ Dunbar speaking, this is the world's largest network serving more than 500 radio stations, the Mutual Broadcasting System. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 